and welcome to TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers, a program of educators worldwide. I'm your host today, Melanie Gobert. Hello, everyone. This is Melanie Gobert, your host on today's TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers podcast episode. TTELT is a program of educators worldwide. Joining us today is Golnoza Radyabova, senior English teacher of the Uzbekistan State World Languages University. Her topic is going to be incorporation of corpus technologies into writing instruction. Welcome, Golnoza. Hello. Hello, everybody. I'm happy to be here. Yes, and uh, my uh, research field is closely connected with corpus technologies, with incorporation of corpora into language teaching, and um, I do hope it will probably uh, the new approach in near future that everybody, it will be trendy in the near future, corpus technologies and corpus-based language pedagogy. Okay, can you tell us exactly what is corpus-based language pedagogy? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, it is just new trend. As, as I told you before, corpus linguistics is a new branch of linguistics. Some researchers consider it like, like a method of uh, investigation of language analysis and language investigation. Some uh, scientists consider it as a uh, theory as a branch of linguistics, which are separate independent branch of linguistics. Uh, anyway, um, nowadays, uh, the corpus, uh, the data of corpora, of different types of corpora is incorporated, is being incorporated into language teaching. Uh, and the data, which is authentic, which is um, just, uh, updated, uh, constantly updated data is, can be used in teaching language and uh, learners can get access to authentic materials, especially those for whom English language is not native. And we are lack of these, um, let's say, materials which are authentic. And that's why uh, corpora and different types of corpora uh, will be um, effectively used during lessons by teachers nowadays. Okay. Can you give me some examples of how exactly you're having students use Kupora? Uh, so, sure, yes. Uh, can I share the um, screen uh, and show some just presentation? Let is me make okay? sure that uh, sharing screen is on. Okay. Can you try to share it? Mm, yes, I, I'm trying, but it uh, you just uh, switched off. Okay. Um... Okay. Yeah, if it uh, doesn't work anyway, yes, I will explain. Uh, so in, in my practice, I mostly use uh, COCA, Corpus of Contemporary American English. Uh, this type of corpus is very big. It is constantly updated. 
there are about uh, more than 1 billion words in this corpus. And it is representative. It means that there are different genders and uh, uh, from different uh, fields of science, of uh, movies, the tape scripts, different recordings, everything. And it is great source for teachers. As I told uh, there are two um, ways, approaches of teaching. One is passive, one is indirect. It is called corpus-based learning. And second one is data-driven learning, which is firstly introduced by Tim Jones in 1991. Uh, and this one is active uh, direct learning of uh, using corpora in teaching. What does it mean? Indirect, it can be used corpora. The data of corpus can be used indirectly uh, to make some materials as a source for making designing material. Uh, it can be used to uh, just create different dictionaries, books, textbooks, etc. But direct data-driven learning, this approach uh, is using uh, the data of corpora as a source for students to investigate languages themselves. So, uh, exercises are not done, are not prepared by the teacher. She just gives instruction, for example, to find material. Students in our uh, university, yes, mostly it is based on the mistakes of learners. Learners make mistakes and teacher asks them to search and to find and share their findings with others. For example, discuss about, most learners uh, use this, discuss about, we are going to discuss about, but Correctly, it will be just discuss something not without about and uh, or enter somewhere without preposition to. And most of them make mistake here, just enter to uh, university, to room or whatever. And when um, teachers just ask them to search, to find, and there are different technologies and tools in the corpus which learners can use um, successfully and while doing, while using corpora in the classroom uh, as a source of investigation, they become investigators themselves, like detectives. They search for information. For example, um, there are some uh, set expressions or expressions or chunks or which uh, they, most students might not be aware of. They might make mistakes, for example, uh, from my point of view, in my opinion, uh, they, they confuse these phrases and they make mistakes in their speech, in their writings. And um, when teacher asks them to search, uh, just underlying in writing, especially underlying this sentence and telling, find your mistake, search for the phrases, uh, tools in corpora, uh, there are some tools, technologies of corpora, which is learners can use. One of them is concordance, concordance lines. It is keyword in the context. And this keyword in the context, when they search, give these keywords, and this uh, context is given the, some words in pre and post position of these, to this word. And uh, they search not only just syntagmatically, but paradigmatically also. Yes, and uh, finding the information and getting 
knowledge for it. And it is very uh, effective too. Uh, and uh, in my experience, when my learners learn and do different tasks and they share, they make presentation after doing, after searching, uh, and for them, it, it's very uh, interesting uh, to learn even new meanings of the words. For example, recently, cast doubt. Yes, cast doubt. They, they didn't know this phrase, and they were shocked that this one can be used together, like in collocation. They, they learn collocability of words, which words they are more frequent, less frequent, which can be referred to academic writing, to publicistic, to different other genres. And um, they make their writing uh, more professional. Now, what level of students would you say it's appropriate to use uh, corpus technologies with? So, you know, nowadays there are a lot of investigations uh, to use uh, corpus technologies uh, for different learners, different level of learners, uh, for sure. With A1, A2 learners, it is better to use indirect method when teacher prepares some tasks based on the corpus and corpus technologies and corpus data. Uh, but for um, older and more proficient high-level learners, it is better to ask them to, um, to prepare themselves, to find themselves. Uh, for example, as uh, um, one famous quotation of Confucius, uh, tell me, I will forget, show me, I might remember, and involve me, I will never forget, and I will fully understand it. That means that this full involvement of learners in the process of searching when the knowledge is not given like a ready-made material will be more effective for them to understand, to comprehend and to use um, actively in their writings or speakings or whatever in their learning process. Now I've used corpus technologies with students before. And one thing that I discovered was that a lot of them find it overwhelming. Too many, uh, too many examples and difficult to categorize and many, many exceptions. So how would you address those issues? Yes, we also have this uh, problem with uh, when there are too many, um, some, such sort of some meanings, yes, they can come across. Some of uh, meanings are not understandable for them. Uh, anyway, yeah, for uh, higher level learners, it is uh, not problems. They can uh, cope with it and uh, they uh, try to understand it. For lower level, it will be issue. And um, what do I do is just while sharing their finding, yes, uh, they, they do this research and they find something, something maybe new, maybe something which is not so much new. Uh, they share and while sharing, they teach each other, yes? They understand more and uh, they uh, just discuss this together with each other and um, they can come to some conclusions, which one is. And one more thing is uh, I like in the COCA is just there is, division categorization according to genres. And if they just press only academic, uh, they can find uh, some meanings which are academic only, yes? And there is no 
yeah, a lot of blocks, yes, for blocking, there are, they make a lot of violation of language, yes. And when I say, so teacher, we can use this one with this preposition, it's okay, you told me uh, else that it is not possible. So, okay, which general, which register it is used in? Yes, look at the register, pay attention to it. And uh, after searching, they, yes, uh, they try to pay attention to everything while um, coming to some conclusions, making some conclusions. Uh, they uh, try to analyze it better. And uh, it, by means of this, uh, their analytical skills uh, will increase also. Okay, thank you very much, Gulnoza. Thank you for joining us today on TTELT, Teaching Tips for English Language Teachers podcast, a program of educators worldwide. This has been your host, Melanie Gobert. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you very much. Thank you for inviting me. Thank you for joining us today. Share with us how you are using these tips. Leave us a comment or voice message on social media or at ttelt.org. Thanks for joining this episode of TTELT, brought to you by Educators Worldwide. Follow, like, and subscribe to TTELT on your social media. And try a new teaching tip today.